Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. They'll share life experiences, tips, techniques, thoughts, and tools to help you create life exponential. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker. Moving forward with the Decker Team. Moving forward together with the Decker Team. You gotta move it, move it. Or lose it, lose it. We're excited to have you join us on another episode of Life's Inside Track where we share ideas, techniques, and thoughts that we all need, me, you, everyone, to turn our house into a home where our families thrive and we live the best life possible. Hmm. So lose it is the point, but what am I going to lose yet if I don't move it, move it? What am I going to lose it, lose it? What are you going to lose? You're going to lose your flexibility. Really? You're going to become so stiff and rigid <laughs> that you're going to hurt yourself. So what you're going to learn in this episode is why stretching is essential. And if you're listening, not watching right now, you won't know I'm stretching. But stretching is like the best thing ever. And what I'm just doing right there right now is stretching a little. There was a time where that would have created pain for me. So the point of stretching and why you want to do it why do you want to stretch? You want to stretch your mind. You want to stretch your body. You want to stretch it all because if you don't stretch it out, you won't be able to, and you'll be in pain and not be able to move with ease. So the whole point of stretching is moving with ease. I love the way you say that. You're going to be in pain. <laughs> you are. <laughs> I've been there. Like I'm not sharing a story I don't understand. It's real. It's the real deal. Mm, when so, I like, so what you're saying is if you don't use it, if you don't stretch it, right, you'll lose that ability to stretch it. Right. Or if you stretch it, you might hear a <laughs> and hurt yourself. Or so you should warm it up before you stretch it. Now, that's another thought. And at this point, it's gentle stretching. It does not have to be rigorous for this piece of the conversation. We're just talking about stretching it so that you can stay ability to move with ease. Yeah. Now, recently we joined a online stretching class, a mobility class, and, and Virginia is awesome. And what she's really teaching is that the fascia gets tight, it gets locked, and then we lose our posture. Right? Like we're, we're slumped over using the computer a lot. We're driving the car in our career, car. driving from weird, appointment to appointment. Sitting in a weird position, for, locked up for mm -hmm. long periods of time. And we lose that ability to straighten up, to have proper posture. Even our neck, the angle of our neck goes forward. And when it's forward, our muscles are holding up a lot of weight because the, the, the the spine or spine spinal what am I trying to say? Those bones in your neck are supposed <laughs> to be holding up the back of your head. And if they're leaning too forward, then it's all muscles trying to carry the weight and and your head's heavy. It is. I think I heard somewhere it's like a bowling ball heavy. It's heavy. It's heavy because it's got all them brains in there. If you're Ken and Decker. brains are made of a lot of water. They are. And, and that weighs water a lot. weighs a lot. Right. So the whole point of stretching, and it seems like, why are you guys talking about stretching? Well, because we know what it is to be like when you can't really stretch it out. 
I remember when we started with a personal trainer several years ago, I didn't realize I'd got, I mean, I was doing chiropractic care. I was seeing an osteopath. I was doing a lot. I was walking. I was doing a lot of things right. What I wasn't doing was stretching. And when she said, well, just stand straight up. It's like, well, I am. <laughs> I am. What you talking about? And she said, well, just stand against the wall and put your arms up and just put them against the wall. And it was like, yeah, okay. So I, I kind of left the arms about six inches, eight inches out, and I tried to bend the fingers back. That was kind of cheating. Didn't really serve the point. But the point was I literally couldn't get my shoulders flush with my spine. Mm, so all the fascia and the muscles were not attuned to pulling things into the right place. Right. Right. They get fatigued or they get atrophied because they're always in the wrong place or maybe we build up our chest muscles too much and not our back muscles so then our shoulders come forward and we we yeah we got to pull it back have a proud chest and actually feels weird when you first do it it's like Ooh, i'm a peacock <laughs> you know because you're you're strutting your stuff yeah chest proud it feels a little weird but once you get used to it a lot of your back issues and pain goes away and your your proper bend in your your arch above your your tailbone you know like everything kind of aligns when you pull your shoulders back then your head goes into the right place too so if you're thinking that sounds hard work you know i think the the answer to it is just start somewhere you don't have to do painful, rigorous stretch. What both Cheryl has said and Virginia has said and all the other trainers we've ever worked with because it's been, yeah, we're going to rat ourselves out. This area of mobility, even though we look fit more or less, has probably been one of the hardest fought wins for us simply because we weren't carrying a ton of extra weight so it didn't seem that big a problem. We could still do the necessity of what we needed to do, sort of, mm. because we spent too much time going to healthcare to get rid of the pain that we were enduring. So I didn't want that for me anymore, but it's still been one of the hardest fought areas. So what I know is it's just a little tiny bit of progress movement forward. It's about the consistency it's not about the intensity. Right. We don't want pain. We simply no. want discomfort. And yet I was getting pain. Because I used to be proud of how tight I was. <laughs> I know. Which like, is, who's proud of that? Which is kind of crazy. But, you know, I'd say, oh, I'm a hockey player. I'm a soccer player. I have tight hips, tight joints, tight groin, tight, tight everything, right? And then about six months ago, I was getting pain in my left hip. And it was like every time I stood up from a seated position or sometimes I'd turn my my leg a little bit the wrong angle and I'd get that pain and it was almost like I'd want to fall down because you lose your strength in it. It's amazing how the body says, ooh, that hurts. And it takes away all your, your, your muscle strength too. Mm. And I went to an osteopath and an osteopath said, you know what, this is pre- hip surgery issues. When you're starting to get pain, it's because your hip's not moving properly. Mm -hmm. The socket's not sitting right. Everything's not working right. You, we need to deal with this. And so he did some things, but then I also started taking some stretching classes. Right. And 
my mobility is getting better. There was a time where I couldn't cross my leg over the others, my left leg. I could not put it over my right leg. Right. What's fascinating is Ken sharing this is he didn't really, he was proud of being tight for one, but two, he didn't really recognize the damage he was doing. And maybe you're finding yourself in that same situation because we have a tendency that once we are used to being the way we are doing, we're being, we don't really recognize how we're being. We don't recognize the discomfort. I didn't recognize really that I had lower back pain all the time because it was chronic. So we have a tendency to like ignore the thing that's a consistent thing. We don't even see it, feel it, or notice it. So it it becomes chronic. And so what we're going to challenge you to do today, this is actually a charge kind of day. This is where we're going to say, pay attention. Just sit, walk, move, and like assess every area of your body and go, ooh, lift my hand over my head. That's tight. Put my shoulders where they belong. That hurts. Point my toe and lift my leg. Ouch. Flex it. Or maybe you're saying, that all feels great. I am like all put together. Maybe there's someone in your life that needs help to start stretching. It's just a teeny movement forward bit by bit by bit to have a compound effect. Yeah. And you know what? There's this great quote from... uh, Harish Sippy, and he said, stretching your body and your mind is essential to avoid rigidity. Who wants a rigid body? Not me. How do you make your body stronger? And really, why bother? It's such hard work. (laughs) We've created for you access to over 423 episodes of Life's Inside Track on real estate and so much more, building wealth having fun, growing your faith, and even strengthening healing and flourishing in relationships. It's really about making house home and living the best life possible. So really, you want to make yourself stronger. I want to make myself stronger so I can be functionally fit. Now, I know that's a saying that you loved when Uh, you first heard it. So yeah, so I almost cut him off. Yeah, I didn't almost cut him (laughs) off. I cut him off. Because here's what you're going to learn today. Why functionally fit is important. Why strengthening our muscles is important. And a little bit of how to do it. So functionally fit. I'm going on a rant. Well, Have really, I never been on a rant because before? Because you don't really enjoy playing sports. You no. wouldn't consider yourself athletic. No. You're not a runner no. or, or a you know gymnast or... No. or any of those things, really. Any okay. sports. Come on, what sports do you like? Walking. Oh, walking. <laughs> Walking's not a sport. <laughs> it what is about, to me. Oh, yes, you used to like badminton. I do like badminton. And that's not a sport. You get to run around and yeah. hit, hit the birdies. Just there's nobody that would play badminton with me. I used to like squash, too. So, like, you know, there are things I've done. Skating is a sport. Yes. Come on, give me something once in a while. We saw the pictures a while back. (laughs) Yeah, not so well. (laughs) So I used to skate better. So anyway, the whole point of functionally fit and why it made me wild, not wildly excited, wildly crazy, is because I thought functionally fit. Like, what does that mean anyway? And it was your trainer that told you that initially. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she told me I was functionally fit now. That didn't excite you. No, I thought... (laughs) 
I've been working for a year, strengthening, stretching, moving, getting this body into motion. My posture is better. I'm rocking it. And all you tell me is that I'm functionally fit. Well, I think you look great. Thank you. But all she had to say was I was functionally fit. So what it's really about is I could do everything that was necessary in my day-to-day life. I hadn't realized that I'd lost the ability. I couldn't go to Costco and pick up the bags of salt for the softener. Now, not only, well, and like I'd like be spying out people to say, can somebody come and help me? Maybe you've done this. You're lecking around the corner. You're checking it out because you want to find somebody to hold the cart or better yet, pick up the bags of salt or better yet, don't buy them until Ken goes because it's just. Now there's the truth. I know. And then copier paper so I could print off contracts for our clients. That was like, ooh. Getting that in the buggy without it rolling down the thing. Aren't you glad we're on e-signature now? Not so much paper? Less paper. So it was just I couldn't do the things that were required of me in the day-to-day. Or if I did them, I might hurt myself. I might injure myself. And so by strengthening, I now can do all those things. In fact, I'll now go to Costco, get the salt, throw it in the buggy like it's nobody's business, and then throw it into the trunk, not be looking around for somebody to help the helpless girl. And I'll even take it downstairs if it doesn't get moved by Ken as quickly as I would like. And I don't get hurt. (laughs) That's awesome. So strengthening, we're talking like muscle building. Yeah. Not, Not like muscle building like you see the... You know, in the magazines, the well, muscle might builders that. that are bulging, you might want that, but you don't need to have that to right. be functionally fit, right. to be able to carry your groceries without having a back pain mm-hmm. or to, you know, that kind of thing, or carry a child on your hip or in front of you without getting a sore back, right? right. Or a grandchild. Or a grandchild. Or a great-grandchild. Yeah, so it's really just about doing those things that you need to do. What do you need to do in the course of your day that as you reflect on it right now, you go, oh, I just stopped doing that. I just don't even try to do that anymore. Yeah, and sometimes we get, I get, we get, I get injuries in sports Mm. because the muscles surrounding a joint are not as strong as they should be. You know, when I tore my ACL, it was probably because my ankle didn't have the flexibility or the strength it needed. And so when I landed on one leg, the ankle couldn't take it and the knee buckled instead. And so you just, you never know what's going to occur. It could be, you know, you, you slipped on the ice, you know, a couple months ago, you we were shoveling the driveway and you said, oh, let's do the end. Let's do the end. And I go, no, the snowblower is coming. The snowplow is going to do it. You go, no, no, let's do the end. And you walked over and you started shoveling. And you hit the ice that was underneath. You went down fairly hard. Pretty darn hard, actually. A little bruised, but you got up. You you didn't injure anything, really. Right. And there, w- there was a time not that long ago that that would have injured me and taken me out Yeah. for a while. Yeah, and it would have hurt your back, your neck, your mm -hmm. everything would have gone out of joint. Right. So if that's if you're thinking so, okay, fine, you've convicted me. I've got some (laughs) inability to have 
the ability to do the things I want to do in the day-to-day. I don't have the strength anymore. And there's really no good reason for it other than I didn't consistently strengthen my muscles. So what can we do? What can you do? What What is it, Ken? Because I've seen some pictures of like 80-year-olds that are fit. Yeah. And so muscles don't actually age. As they long lose, as you use, they lose, right. They lose their rigidity or they get too rigid or they lose their elasticity and their strength because mm. they don't get used properly. Right. right? So the trick is? Uh, overwork them. Overwork them. And then rest them. Yeah, make sure you rest them, especially Mm. if you're getting up around our age. You don't want to work out five, six days a week. You want to work heavy muscles maybe three times a week and rest them four days a week. And so that's how you build the muscles by overworking. It actually puts little micro tears in it. Mm -hmm. And as it heals, it becomes stronger. And then bone density. How like... When you said that, it's like, what? What's about bone density? My bones are fine. <laughs> I've only broken one. Yeah, a good, good bro- break. Yeah, yeah, multiple breaks. Yeah, yeah. But bone density is increased with muscle mass. So as you build muscles, you actually grow density and strength of your bones at the same time because your body recognizes, oh, he's lifting heavy weights. He needs stronger bones to lift that weight. And so over time, your, your body adjusts and you don't want to go too heavy at first because you'll injure ligaments, you'll, you'll mm. injure yourself. You work up to things and the ligaments get stronger, the muscles get stronger and the bones get denser and stronger. So consistency. Remember, I've said many times, consistency, consistency, consistency. Again, it's kind of like location, location, location in relation to real estate. So you just want to be consistent with the strengthening And when I say consistent, not so much consistent in the same muscle group, consistent in shifting it up. Yeah, because you don't want to just, you know, focus on your legs and then you got giant legs and a skinny top. Or you see some people work on their top and they don't do anything for their legs and they got toothpicks of legs. Mm -hmm. And so it's a balance and it's, you know, it doesn't have to be an hour or two a day. It can be like 30 minutes, three times a week. And I guarantee you, in about 90 days, you'll feel different. You'll look different. I've heard cardio is way underrated. Well, actually, cardio is essential. So I'm excited that we've been able to bring to you for over 30 years Real Estate Real Estate Council and Wise Body Council is what we're <laughs> chatting about today in You know, it's an honor and a privilege to be able to take not only our real estate expertise of over 31 years, take our life expertise. The coaches that we have worked with, we get to bring them to you so that we all get to move forward in life and in business. Mm -hmm. So, you know, life enjoyment, this whole thing, if I'm not having fun, I ain't going to work. I'm not doing anything. So life enjoyment is what cardio is all about. Yeah, and it's kind of weird because for you, and maybe for many of you, cardio is like a dirty word. It's like, oh, this is this is going to be painful to do cardio work. Cardio means cardiovascular work. It means I have to get my heart rate pumping. Usually when my heart gets pumping, I get sweaty. Well, or we glisten is we're women oh, and we want to refine yes. that word. Yes. 
and smelly. And smelly, yep. Cardio is kind of smelly. And yet it improves the rest of our life. Yeah. So what we're going to learn is why cardio is essential. Not just that it is essential. Why is it essential? Because I, like Ken's right, I don't like it. Mm. Except I like the life it gives me. Yeah, because it strengthens really uh, several things in your body. It strengthens your heart, so it reduces the chances of uh, a heart attack or stroke. It strengthens your lungs, so it improves mm -hmm. your, your ability to breathe, mm -hmm. which helps if you get you know pneumonia or COVID or any of those other things. If you're fit, you have a way higher chance of it not harming your body lifelong or even at all end it right so the center of disease control and prevention mm -hmm. have done some studies yeah and they recommend 150 minutes <sighs> of cardiovascular Who wants work that? 150 that's that's two and a half hours is that what it is yeah i can do that math quick well, 60 not... minutes an hour yeah two so, and a half at That's six, two and a half hours. At 60% of your maximum heart rate. Do you Every know how week. you calculate your maximum heart rate, Yetta? Let's tell everybody <laughs> how we calculate our maximum heart rate. Well, I could be wrong, but I believe it's you take 220 minus your age. So that would put you at 200. <laughs> Not quite. Oh, a little math issue <laughs> yeah, there. Uh -huh. and then, Closer to 162. 162. Okay. okay. So for 150 minutes, you need to be at 60% of 162. How much is that? I'll do the math. 96 plus one, that would be about 97 beats per minute. Right. Is where you need to keep it for 150 minutes. Now, they're not saying 150 at once. They're <laughs> no. saying spread it out over the course of a week over a course which is of a actually week. a fair bit that's five 30 minute sessions that's a lot it is would you like to do less i would i really would like to would do you like to do less. half how about you would you like to do less are you going to join me because maybe for you it's a passion maybe you love exercise and the endorphins i used to get told that the endorphins were going to make me feel better all those feel good things that would happen from exercise yeah no that did never you happen for them. me. No. no. And for some people it does, and for some people it doesn't. And yet I want the benefit. Would you like to get the same benefit in half the time? Yes. Would you? Yes. For sure. Would you like to too? Well, maybe not for sure, because I know what's coming. What's maybe coming? you know what's coming. Okay, go ahead. Intensity. Because 60% of your maximum heart rate's not that high. No, it's not. But what if we took you up to 80% of your maximum heart rate. What would that be? What's 80% of 162? Well, you do the math. Well, it's 8 and 48. Yeah, so 120. 120. So you got to get that little pumper in there going 120 times. That's two times per second. Right. Wow. And how long do I have to do that for, though? Half. 75 Ooh. minutes. So 75 minutes, that I can handle. Can you handle 75 minutes? And the great news is? So you could do that three times at 25 minutes a piece. How's that? That's for math. That's way better. 
way that's way better. better you can you know but the intensity though that means you can't just you know kind of lightly jog on the treadmill or you gotta be like or biking you gotta be going hard to get right. your rate up there so here's which means thing. you're probably going to be breathing heavy too i know which means i'm gonna stink i don't like that part your breathing heavy makes you stink yeah because then you're sweating oh sweating. yes right okay but you, there, there's this thing called a shower afterward. Yes. Very That's refreshing. That's a really good thing. A really good thing. And the prevention of disease is probably the part that excites me the most. Does it? Yeah. Because I find most people, it's not an issue until it's an issue. Right. You know, they don't start exercising until they have their first heart attack or their first stroke or they don't change their habits until... And then sometimes... As soon as they get a clean bill of health, they stop again. What is that with us as human beings? Us human beings are a fickle lot. If we no longer have anything urgent, unless we've established a pattern of behavior, and it's way easier to replace a behavior with something than it is to start a new behavior. So here's, here's my math brain going, you know, like we, we had a couple other shows. One was on stretching. Right. And that takes like a half an hour. And typically you should do that maybe four or five times a week. And then we talked about muscle building and that strengthening should be three times a week. Right. For at least half an hour. And now you're telling me and three times a week for cardio, cardio. at a high rate. I That's all I'm going to be doing. That's and I, maybe you're with me. You're saying, you know what? That's why I'm not in great shape because <laughs> I ain't got time. Yeah. And you, you might say, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to live 10 years longer, but I'm going to spend that 10 years exercising and I don't like exercising. So why would I want to extend that? Right. Because the rest of your life is so much better. And here's the trick. Extra tricks, right? You liked when you could reduce the cardio in half right. by increasing the intensity. You can actually get your cardio in while you're doing weight training if you if you exercise multiple muscles at the same time and don't rest very much in between you'll get your rate your heart rate up and you can keep it up for the mm. whole 30 minutes and that exercise now you only have to work out really three times a week you get your cardio and your muscle building you get your rest time in between your stretching's okay because that's a that's a more relaxed it's not, uh, it's not quite the same. And then now you've compacted, and the beauty is you burn more calories and more fat doing that type of exercise than you do exercising for an hour where you're just dawdling, so to speak. Right. So it's incredible because an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. So when you look after your body, look after your stretching, and the stretching, I get up from my desk. I just keep moving throughout the day. I mean, we've got phones that can tell us it's time to move. Or you can just build in the behavior of moving consistently. Yes, we're honored to be your advocates on the journey of life and your real estate ex you know, your real estate experts and really creating a life exponential that just is so pleasing. Moving forward with the Decker team. Moving forward together with the Decker team.